Who are you? My name is Bond. I am I am Steve Rogers. Spartans! What do you want? Wanna play Psycho Killer? I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. E.T. dancing to my music i wish it was a little longer the music should I, I i cut the music too short ladies and gentlemen uh enough of my bantering here it is of course the phil better show with the podcast mogul phil better and of course the pop culture expert himself aaron talks films aaron how are you doing today i'm great you always pick me up so much and i'm just like oh, pressure pressure yeah, yeah. I was going to say this is no place for banter on the Feel Better Show. So can you cut that out at the beginning? Of yeah, the I'm sorry. We, yeah, we, we don't do we any banter here. No, it's, it's straight facts and straight talking all the way through. There's no nonsense. And yeah, no, I still can't get over that intro. It's great. <laughs> as soon as it comes on my screen, I'll just start smiling. And I just think it's brilliant. Oh, I love it. 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 It's getting better. Every week, you know, I'm trying new things, trying something until I find the uh, intro that works for us, trying to keep it at least 30 seconds. But enough of all that, like, you're not here to hear about what I'm doing on the behind the scenes, how I become the podcast mogul. That's for other podcasts. No, you're here because today, me and my good friend, we become Black Widows from the Red Room. I, yeah, I, I'm so glad you picked this movie. Honestly, when you when you said let's do Black Widow, I was like, yeah, sure, I, I can. I've got some thoughts on Black Widow. <laughs> Everybody yes. has some thoughts on Black Widow, uh, but before we do that, we kind of have an announcement. Well, I have an announcement. You're part of the announcement. Yes, um, Phil is pregnant, and it is mine. It is true. I am the yeah. first male cis white gendered male to be pregnant. Um, yes, and I think that's how we've works. never even met in person. It's even it's more true. of a miracle. Magic. It's the Jesus baby coming again. Uh, no, uh, we are having a child in a way, yes. if you will. We're birthing something from the the, the annals of the Feel Better show. Uh, because Disney Plus has a plethora of shows from mine and your childhood and a plethora of sh movies as well. We're mm -hmm. going to be doing a new uh, a Patreon exclusive. So if you want to listen to the new show, you need to go to Patreon. Uh, the link will be in the show notes down below, but it's probably going to be patreon.com slash feelbettershow. And you can get a short five minute, five to 10 minute review of different shows and movies from classic Disney. So we're going to start with, because we're both Marvel heads and we both, well, Aaron told me, he's like, have you watched this? And I'm like, oh my God, it's on. And then he's like, yes. And I'm like, we review it. So we're going to be reviewing the 1994 Spider-Man tv show that used to be on fox kids for canadians i don't know what it was aired off in uh, uh what was it in britain what, what channel played this i believe we had we had some kind of fox tv show on um, um, it was such a long time ago phil it's yeah, 94 years. is a few years ago it's nearly 20 yeah it's, holy shit it's gonna be 20 years uh, give me a moment we're so old oh my god <laughs> i feel old like kids like this show is going to be old is old enough to drink or going to be old enough to drink. It was in 94. It's 2021 <laughs> math. 
Yeah, it's over <clears throat> 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided it's 18 years old. I, I can't do it anymore. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's it's one of those things that I get quite a lot. I mean, I had a conversation with someone the other day. They, It, it was online. Um, they put a picture up from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from the 90s. Classic. Classic. My yes. brother actually, I don't know if I told you this or anybody on this show, my brother, huge TMNT fan. He actually has a replica of Raphael's mask. Oh. And it scares the shit out of me every time because I because my parents have downsized they're in a condo and my brother lives with him uh, and he has all this stuff in his room and so the spare bed is in his room literally on the floor but when I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom I sit up and I look over and I see his sleeping head and then I just see these eyes just stare at me <laughs> and if you for, you forget because like my my room doesn't have a fucking replica mask on it I have a helmet from Notre Dame. But yeah, so it freaks. I I still get freaked out of it about it. Yeah, I, look I, I, I see it, and I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, oh, it's just a mask. I love that movie. I actually printed out. I don't know if I really should move my laptop without it falling apart. Um, I have the the pictures <gasps> oh, from that movie. Oh my god! I I literally oh. just printed those out. But yeah, during this conversation, I I um dropped into the conversation that I saw that movie in cinemas, and all of a sudden I felt very old. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I saw that movie in the cinema. You know, Jurassic Park, I saw in the cinema, and it just those sort of movies. When you look back and you think, I saw those. I still and remember the seats kind of rumbling from when the T Rex just shows up and goes, oh, it's, and it's, it wasn't even movable seats. It was just because of the base of the theater that shook the chairs. You know, yeah, and because those buildings were so old at the time, and yeah, they just. Well, they were new at the time that I went to see it because it was in 94, but now it's really old. So, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm old. Yeah, basically, we're, Aaron, very, we're adults. We're nostalgics. That's what it is. We are nostalgics. That's that's why we're going back to look at these old uh, Disney shows. Um, like you say, Spider-Man. I think we spoke about X-Men. Yeah, so we're going oh. to do the Spider-Man first. We're going to hit X-Men afterwards because they came out at around the same time and they have some crossover episodes, which is always great. Oh, yes. And then I think we're just going to randomly, we're going to go through each episode. So this is how it's going to work on the Patreon. Each five to 10 minute episode will be uh, an episode of the show. So if we're watching Spider-Man, the first episode that we watch, we're going to review it. And that's going to go up and that's how it's going to work we're going to break through the whole series season i think we when we we talked uh, a couple of days ago about it uh we said we were up to like 65 episodes i think yeah roughly um because uh, we had the spider-man the x-men x-men i think we spoke about gargoyles as well gargoyles as well yes and this this all started literally we just had a, a conversation we just thought we'd have a little catch up <laughs> we we came online just to have a conversation and we're like, should we start another podcast? Like we haven't got like 15 between us. Let's start yeah. another one. So yeah, it's but it's it's something we're both so passionate about. So yeah. it has to be done because no one it, else again, is doing it. Yeah, it's it's all about that nostalgia. I, I'm a nostalgic freak. Anything from the eighties and the nineties I love. So it it's gonna be so much fun to go back and rewatch. I just them. I just had a very like my hands were shaking because of the thought. Um, when I was growing up, I remember listening to radio or watching TVs and the quote unquote adults on the TV and on the radio were like, oh, I'm a nostalgic. I love things from the six, the 60s and 70s. And I'm like, 
Oh my god! And with when you just said, "Yeah, we're nostalgic. We're gonna do things from the '80s and '90s." I'm like, "Oh my god, that my, my god!" I oh know we're 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 getting to the point now where we're the old guys, and it's oh, we we shouldn't have brought this up, Phil. This is I blame you. Me? Why <laughs> yeah, me? I blame you. We're eight minutes in, and we haven't even talked about the movie. We're talking about a Patreon, but yes. So it's uh it's gonna be Disney films, Disney stuff that we grew up with. We're gonna start with some of the Marvel stuff because uh, Spider Man No Way Home is is it No Way Home? Yeah, No Way Home is coming out next yes. month. Um, yeah. So we kind of want to boost up on the uh you know maybe get some free publicity with that. Um, and plus we know the X Men are coming down into the Marvel universe. Uh, it's just a matter of time, so we might as well get yeah. some reach some classic stories that they told on the TV show and something I haven't watched in years. So might as well have that nostalgic feeling. Uh, but that's enough. So yes, we'll be letting you know more. The links will be in the show notes. You can uh, you can subscribe. We're gonna make it really cheap, five bucks uh, for and when you yeah you get free episodes. There you go, boom, just like that. You support us on Patreon. We'll have other tiers and stuff like that coming but for the, now it's five dollars uh you get an extra episode uh you get the patreon episode plus you'll get these shows uh a week early um because that's what i'm going to do i'm just going to put the video up i don't worth know. every penny it is it is yes. worth every damn penny because you get to see uh, uh us two beautiful bastards yeah i'm not sure what way to point because it's backwards so, so yeah whenever you, uh, that there we go so your glove hand always point the other way there you go you got a glove hat. At least you have a glove to remind you. I don't mm -hmm. even got any of these gloves. I just got rings on rings. Um, but we're going to talk about Black Widow. Yes. Uh, Natasha Romanoff, played by Scarlett Johansson, who has had uh, uh, countless um, controversies recently yeah, uh, with her. That's that's all settled now, isn't it? It's well, yeah. Um, they they came to a. a Did they come to an agreement? Yeah, yeah, because she signed on to make another Disney movie, so I think that's all that's all good. But basically, for anyone that doesn't know, she wanted more money from um, she was yeah, she had an executive producer credit, I think, on it, and yeah. she had a back end deal, yeah. And because it didn't show in cinemas, uh, she didn't get that back end deal, and she basically turned around and said, Well, that's not my fault, I still I have earned I'm that old, money, so, yeah, yeah. And I think I've uh, I'm not sure what conclusion they came to, but I know that they have come to a conclusion. Some money has changed hands, and she is now signed on for a Disney movie. I think it's um, is it Tower of Terror? I don't know. You're the pop oh, culture expert. Yeah, I believe it's Tower of Terror. Didn't so, you talk about it in your most recent episode? Yes, yes. Go and so, check yeah. out Aaron Talks Films, the podcast, and yeah, it's in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, after this, I'm going to be uploading your next one. Um, because uh, I have it already, I just have to press release. Right, <laughs> I just yes, forgot yes, to press release, yes. so it's my my apologies on that. But yeah, uh, so Black Widow takes place after Civil War. Yes, it yeah, it because that's that's the problem that I had with this movie. The one problem I had, the one like major problem, yeah, was it's very confusing where it is on the timeline a lot of these mcu movies the solo ones you can kind of put anywhere and it doesn't really affect the story so much mm -hmm. but because this movie came out after endgame spoiler alert for that movie if you haven't seen it she dies in that movie so we know that it need happens. To get a spoiler button i think that's the next thing i'm going to work on i'm going to make a little video spoiler yeah i think the, the main thing for this story is if you haven't seen endgame by now then 
what the hell's wrong with that's, you? That's your problem. If it's been yeah. taught for you, that's your fault. Um, but this takes place before that. So there's not as much at stake mm-hmm. because you know that she lives at least until that point of endgame. So whenever she's in, you know, air quotes, trouble in this movie, you know that there's not going to come to anything terrible because we know that she lives past that. That's the major problem with this movie. This movie should have been made and released after Civil War. Oh, yeah. It should have been well before Endgame, well before these other... And technically, it could take place other time before Civil War as well. They could have made it before Civil War as well. Mm, But they made it after Civil War because she's a criminal. Yeah, and uh, the very... uh, Not the opening scene, but the the opening scene with uh, Scarlett Johansson is the the fallout from civil war where she is on the run and you know they even speak about uh capturing hawkeye ant-man and um is it falcon i think they captured as well i think think he because it's weird because i'm thinking of the tv show Mm. uh falcon and the winter soldier aka captain america and the winter soldier Yes, yes. Can't and wait it, for it, that movie. That's what I mean. It's because this timeline's all very confusing now. Releasing the movie when they did, it, even though super fans like us know what's going on, for those casual viewers that think, oh, you know, she was in the MCU, we'll go and watch this. Hang on, I thought she died. It's yeah. confusing for them because they have to really think about what's going on. And, you know, it, it just makes the movie experience a bit more difficult because you have to keep that in your mind the whole time. You know, the rest of the movie is fine. It's, it's a good thrill ride and it's a very good addition to the MCU. I'd, I'd even say it's in the top 10 of the MCU movies, you know, for the, for the story, the action, it, this is just my opinion. I saw mm-hmm. that face, my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. Just for the story and the action and the acting for all of that, that gets put together. It is a very solid movie, but because you're having to, you know, think about all the extra stuff, it just makes it a little less enjoyable. Yeah. Like, so for me, there are some great points in this movie, great action sequence. Mm. Um, I think, like like you said, it suffers from the fact that I already know her eventual outcome. Yeah. So there's like no stakes for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have done more to build up. Uh, I can't pronounce her name, but I think it's Yelena, the sister. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh. Who Florence I Pugh. Thank you, Florence. Yeah, uh, Yelena. Yelena. I wish yeah. they would have put more emphasis on her and made her bigger. Because I, spoiler alert, um, and uh, at the end of the uh, the after credits, she kind of gets recruited, which is really interesting. Because the character that uh, does the recruiting or that she has a connection with has only appeared in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. And she recruited the agent. What is it? Agent America or what does agent. it go by? I was going to say Agent Smith, but that's Matrix, isn't it? I think um, it's Agent 49 or something like that. It's. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's pop um, culture people we're horribly failing yes uh, and i'm the pop culture expert see what it, I mean it's fine you see what i mean about you building me up at the beginning of the episode and then something like this happens and just ruins oh, all my credibility um this, this but, is why yeah. i have imdb on my computer yeah um uh captain uh no it's gone 
But yeah, uh, so that connects the the movie universe to the TV universe, even though they're already connected. It does help to have that connection. But I think they're building her up to be the next Black Widow. So, yeah, I think she is going to be the Black Widow uh, going forward. Yeah. But so, if people don't know, uh, what's her name? Louis Dreyfus. I can't. I, I always forget her name. Who? Yelena. No, the other one at the end of the movie. Oh, I, don't, I can't remember her name. I hope you're going to edit this, Will. <laughs> no, no, this goes up straight without any. So you have Scarlett no. Johansson. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't care uh, enough. Uh, so she's not showing up in the uh, top oh, cast. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Just give okay, me. Okay. Give me. No, this is a race now. I'll find it before you. Mm -mm. Ah, alphabetical. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Played by uh, Julia uh, Lewis Dreyfus. Damn it. <laughs> Just had it. Yeah. Just had it. So if people Contessa. who don't know, Valentina yeah. is actually Lady Hydra. Yes. In the comics. And people are like, who's Lady Hydra? I thought Hydra was dead. Hydra Lady Hydra is this like special person. She kind of plays both sides and stuff like this, but it could be that they're building the evil Avengers, which is like the Thunder Thunderbolts. Uh, fu yeah, Thunderbolts. Yeah, you got which you got Red Hulk, um, the the bad Captain America. Um here, hold on. Give me a second. Uh let's see if we can get get this. No, that's not what I want. Back, back. But I, I know that she um, she recruits Yelena by saying that she knows who killed her sister, which is obviously a Hawkeye. But he didn't kill her. But obviously, he was the last person there to see her alive. So people don't know what happened to uh, Black Widow in that scene in Endgame because obviously it was on um, Formy on a completely different planet or universe. So, yeah, she basically says, I know who killed your sister. It was right. his, his name is U.S. Agent. That's it. Yeah, I know it was something so simple. And John Walker, stupid. U.S. Uh, US uh, yeah. Agent. Um, yeah, so that's how it ends. It ends with uh, Valentina, Lady Hydra. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, it's free on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But going and recruiting uh, Yelena to be part of the Thunderbolts, which has... Uh, U.S. agent, uh, uh, an evil Black Widow, the 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 Red Hulk, played yep. by Thunderbolt Ross. But it could switch. They may not put the Red Hulk. They may put a uh, Abomination because yeah, he showed up in Shin Lee. Yeah, um, I've still not seen that movie yet. I'm oh, still waiting. You have to see it. It's amazing. I know. I need to see it. I'm. I'm it's coming to Disney Plus very soon. Like next I'm, month. Next month, it's on Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, it's. It's either at the end of October or mid-November. I know. I think that it's much. mid, but yeah, it's an amazing, amazing uh, movie. It's, it's yeah, oh, the martial it's arts and the f effects are. Amazing. I know. I've had so many good things, and I've avoided every single spoiler. But yeah, to bring in Red Hulk, you'd have to bring in uh, Ross, uh, the old guy with the mustache. But I think I don't see. The the actor who plays Thunderbolt Ross is uh, who again? So, 
Give me a second. See, I I know it as soon as I hear the names, I know because he was at the very beginning of this movie as well, and it's it's really annoying. William Hurt. That's the one. Yeah. Um. Not only we are I, horrible I, as pop culture people reviewing a movie, we don't know actors' names. <sighs> I know it. I knew it, but it, I just couldn't get it out. Um. Yeah. I think it's too late now to. Yeah, he's too old. Introduce that character because yeah, well, Thunderbolt Ross is already in the MCU. Yeah, he's in the MCU, but you'd have to then turn him into the Red Hulk. There's been no inclination to that whatsoever throughout the whole of the MCU. Yeah. So to introduce him now and just go, oh, by the way, he can turn into the Red Hulk, that will just undercut a lot of stories. So they'd have to introduce him as that character that, and then sort of backtrack a little bit. They can do it, you know. You could do a quick five-minute prequel origin story with him, but it'd just be easier, like you say, just to put Abomination in that slot. All right. So, I just pulled up the Thumb- Thunderbolts history, mm-hmm. and this is very interesting. So, you have Baron Helmut Zemo, or Zemo. Yes, of course. Yeah. Who was well? We know was in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Well, and- yeah. The Winter Soldier. No, uh, Silver TV. Surfer. Uh, sorry, Civil War, because he's the reason for Civil War. Yes. He was also in the um, uh, the the Winter's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, amazing. Um, he had uh, incarnations of Masters of Evil during a rescue attempt of Goliath, the former bodyguard to Baron. The summon members included Beetle, Fixer, Ma- Moonstone, and Screaming Mimi. Uh, oh yes, that classic Marvel character. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Then we're going to go Marvel's Most Wanted. Uh, these members included former Avenger Hawkeye, uh, a later young African American hero named Charcoal. That's not racist. <laughs> um, having been created by a create a character contest in Wizard, Hawkeye convinced the new teammates that he would pardon if Mach won. Who had da, 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 da. Okay, the Thunderbolts? I don't care. Changes. Let's see here. Um, Org was accepted as a member of the Thunderbolts soon after Techno attacked, placed him in stasis and assumed his identity. Rebirth and ending. Nazi Germany. Avengers, Thunderbolts, the best incarnation, the best intentions. Because you eventually you had Norman Osborn uh, take over. Um, that's, that's a whole other thing they'd have yeah to that's Norman Osborn, them, so. Moonstone, Bullseye Penance, Radioactive Man, Songborn Swordsman and Venom as the Thunderbolts then there's the Hammer which is ah here it goes this seems like a possibility yeah. uh, you have Hammer's Thunderbolts which means it's uh, Justin Hammer yes. but it could easily be put into uh, Lady, uh, Lady Hydra you have Black Widow, Ghost, Paladin Headsman, Ant-Man, Grizzly, Scourge and Mr. X. Oh, so we, we already have Ghost in the MCU. Oh, oh, wait, Red Hulk's Thunderbolts, which I highly doubt will be it because it's Red Hulk, Deadpool, Electra, Agent Venom, and Punisher. Wow. Uh, Winter Soldier's Thunderbolts, which was Fixer, Atlas, Moonstone, Mock X, and Kobe. Then you had Punisher War in the Streets, Civil, uh, Citizens V, which is Zemo in disguise, Moonstone Ghost, Fixer Radioactive Mad, and Jigsaw in disguise. Then King in Black, which is the symbiote god Knull, encircles the planet in symbiote goo and sets out to destroy every living Earth, which is Taskmaster, Fear, Mr. Fear, 
Altruck the Leaper, Rhino Star, Rio Ryan or Ripley Ryan. Wow, there is a lot of goddamn yeah. Thunderbolts. There's a lot of B B list, or not even B list, E list Marvel characters there. Yeah, but like some of those have been introduced, so you could sort yeah. of mix and match. You know, you could have Zemo, you could have Taskmaster, who was in the Black Widow movie. Um, she's still, uh, no, but she was taken away by the other uh, widows, so know, she may not. They they can retcon that. They could just say, "Oh, she's got an evil again." That's well, he, here's why. She. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's who I think will be in Marvels because I think the Thunderbolts will be maybe sticking to the tv and sometimes because i don't think they're the big threat they're not going to be a big threat in the marvel universe i don't think so i think they're leaning more towards galactus or um yeah galactus is probably the next one but the one who uh broke the universe uh crawl the conqueror no yeah uh, is it crawl no that no. uh yes, see i'm thinking of scroll um they have a lot of potential um, events that could happen because you have the scroll, so you have secret invasion that could be coming. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan Reynolds, there's Jeremy Reynolds. That's who I wanted. And I wanted Hawkeye, not Hawkeye. Wait, wrong one. Where is he? Where is that mother? All right. Anyways. Uh, where was I going? Kang. Kang, or Kang. Kang. Kang the Conqueror. So we have <laughs> Kang the Conqueror from Loki. Yeah. We have the Thunderbolts being assembled. We have Secret Invasion. We have like three, and Galactus is always, always there. So we don't know who's going to be the major baddie in Avengers 5. No, they, they've, got a, they've got a long way to get to that point. Um, I think... We don't even know the team for Avengers 5 because we know Spider-Man's still alive and he's going to be in the next Avengers. That's That's been confirmed by Feige and... Um... I, I think they're going to go um, younger and sort of introduce a new team like they're doing with this uh, maybe Thunderbolt thing. Um, you're looking at the, ne the, the Hawkeye TV series where he's training up uh, Kate Bishop. Mm -hmm. so you also would... have uh, Scarlet and Speedster. From uh, uh, from Wanda Vision, the son and the sons of uh, Wanda and Vision. Yeah, if they keep hold of those, um, you've you've got Scarlet Witch as well, who could possibly turn into a bad guy, like she does in the. She's comics. apparently in. Uh, it's been rumored in uh, the upcoming uh, uh, Doctor Strange uh, multiverse of multiverse of madness that she's playing the villain. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Uh, so. Maybe they and it's supposed to tie to into bad. WandaVision. Yeah, and I think they're going to use this whole thing with Florence Pugh um, as the next Black Widow, I think. They set that up so that she could be the, an the antagonist in the Hawkeye series, I believe. Okay. And then maybe come good at the end so she could slot into the new Avengers with, you know, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Um, Hulk could still be around possibly because um, he's he's, he's going to be showing up in the she-hulk show yes and then he's getting his own solo movie possibly it's still rumored but it's supposed yeah. to be world war hulk i think if i'm yeah. not mistaken yeah. which I'm... is going to be insane because world war hulk happens before smart hulk 
I, and they, they already can, visited uh, his. So they, maybe, they can they can change all that around. Well, you know what it's, they could do, because they could just take off take from. Uh, it was Avengers two that he left, right? Yeah, Age of Ultron. He went up yeah. in the plane. Yeah. So what they could do is they could take starting point from him leaving and landing on Sakar and doing World War Hulk on the second part of World War Hulk where he's on Sakar. Yeah, so we get Jeff Glam- Jeff Goldblum again. Would that be set around the same before Thor Ragnarok? Probably. It'd probably be an elite into Thor Rag- Ragnarok. I don't like that though, because we the, the, again it goes back to the the point of Black Widow where they're setting a movie before the events that have already happened, so yeah. we already know where it's going to lead into. It's a good idea because obviously I, I think that's what everyone thought was going to happen when they found out that the Hulk was going to be a Thor Ragnarok on yeah. that planet. Like everyone just assumed World War Hulk. Um, it would have been great. Yeah, the, because... only, the only way to do it is to split them. You know, yeah. Smart Hulk and Angry Hulk. Because I think there's been rumours that they were going to do that anyway. Where they was going to split them into two. Somehow. Is... I don't know. It's comic book logic. It's fine. But... It's it's so hard to know what's coming because you... you... Like we're talking, okay, we're we're talking about Black Widow, how it ends with the possibility with what happened with uh, U.S. agent. You know, you have the Black Widow coming. You have Abomination. You have Theodore uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. You know, who we all know becomes the Red Hulk, but there could be another person. Like, it's going to be very interesting to see where they're going. Like Kevin Feige has multiple plants growing right now keeping us all not knowing who the next major villain is like we figured out it was thanos at the end of avengers 4 uh, avengers 1 we knew thanos was the big baddie at the end of avengers 1 right we thought it was loki and then it was curtain pull thanos yeah i'll I'll, I'll do it myself yeah yeah yeah. um it's it's that's the good thing about this whole MCU and with Kevin Feige in charge as well, because he knows the end goal. I was going to yeah. say end game. Um, he knows that he knows it the technically end goal. is the end game, but yeah, yes. he knows, he knows the end game, but he, he builds to that and he doesn't really let on what is going on. He, he'll sprinkle some hints here and there. So people like us can, you know, pick these apart and try and guess and work out where it's going to go eventually. But it's just nice to know that, he has a kind of five-year plan. He says, you know, we're here now. In five years, we need to be here. Go. And, you know, he sort of sets everything in place as it's going. So it's nice to know that as much as I'd love to know who's going to be the next big bad and what's going to happen in Avengers 5, um, I also don't want to know. It's true. No, like, yeah. th- this is my f- favorite part, speculation. Pardon me, speculating, watching the yeah. YouTube theory uh, theories out there, like heavy spoilers, an amazing YouTuber that if you want like breakdowns behind this dude knows his stuff. Like Yeah, I I've I've watched one video since you recommended it and it's still playing over in my mind. I can't believe how good this guy is. This guy goes deep and he also gives you uh credit to other uh YouTubers who break down these things and have these uh um, hot scoops or a shot of poo, if you will. Uh, is it boring that from the weekly planet, another great podcast that you should watch, uh, yeah. listen to, sorry, but yeah, it's there's cause Kevin Feige now has control of both the cinematic universe as well as the television universe. Yeah. He can, he now has more of a playground 
and sandbox to start planting seeds that will like he can plant because you know the hardcore fans like me and you will watch the movies and the tv series because we're getting comic books on tv Mm. you know like who doesn't want that but then you have the guys who or the the people who are just interested in the movies and now you can't put too much in the tv show that won't make sense to the movie like at the end of avengers endgame everybody knew falcon was becoming was going to be captain america like it was a foregone conclusion because he was like here's the shield it's yours yeah. so and when he have... turns up in his own solo movie those people that watch the movies aren't just going to be like what the fuck yeah why but yeah, like, yeah there, they... there was enough of a hint and a tease that it was going to happen so yeah. and then yeah. you have the tv show for people like us that gives us a bit more about how he goes from saying no to captain america to being the new captain america mm. which yeah. is is great because it also allows them to they could technically build two te- two evil villains. You have the Thunder because the Thunderbolts haven't touched. The only time it's touched really is with Yelena at the end of Black Widow. Mm. And even then, it wasn't stated about it. It just there's enough hints there again yeah, for nerds like us to speculate. It probably it's probably not even going to be the Thunderbolts. It, it could <laughs> be the but, but yeah. it would be interesting is if they keep the Thunderbolts to the TV version and not the movies, mm. because you can have this because. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm really confused. It's it's good. That's the best thing about these movies is we don't know where it's going so we can enjoy the ride. I think that's the best thing. Like Uh, the Thunderbolts could happen after the events of Kang. Like, hmm? or it could be part of Kang and Kang could be like, like if four Avenger movies down, like we only saw Thanos by the, by the third Avengers movie. We had two other Avengers movies and then we had Thanos. Yeah. What could happen is we could have three other Avenger movies before we get to Kang. Like I don't, we don't know what's going uh, like, to happen. We don't yeah. know how they're going to do it. Like I know they're building the the young Avengers team because they've gotten the younger people, so they're doing that. They may have two tiers, you know, the youngers and the olders. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, but now we're finally getting the comic book universe in the movie television first. Like we're getting to see some of the things we wanted when we were kids. You know, we saw it yeah. in animation, but now we're seeing live action. Yeah, which I actually, when I was watching the Spider-Man cartoon series, I actually noticed a lot of stuff in there. I'm not going to say what it is. We're going to wait till we review that episode. But a lot of that stuff, I was like, oh, damn. That's, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. So, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it is good. It's fun. And I love I love this journey that we're on. I really yeah, I'm, the MCU is is bringing us along on a great ride. And Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige is an amazing storyteller. And... God, the, man, the man's a genius. It's just nice to know they've handed it to one person who is a fan as well, and just said, "Take care of this," yeah. you know, because DC they they throw it between different people, and there's no one really in charge. And you well, can... they, they've they've put one person. I think there is one person now fully in charge. Is it? Um, Don't ask say, me who. I was going to say Scott Snyder. I know that's not right. No, um, that's a wrestler. Scott Snyder's a wrestler. Big Papa Pump. Snyder. Snyder. Zack Snyder. You mean? No, not Zack Snyder. There's a comic book writer. Um, uh, he wrote Year One, not Year One. Um, he wrote one of the last. Yeah, I, I, I know who. I'm anyway, you, you yeah, do Scott, that. Scott Snyder. He's uh, he wrote a lot of Batman comics. Um, I thought he was in charge, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but because that, but that's too late. There's no point putting someone in charge now over at DC after all the mess that they've made. Well, that's... here's the thing: the Flash movie. 
is taking place is going to be using the flashpoint yeah but i think the only reason they're doing that is because they've written themselves into a corner that yeah, they can't they're, get out of so so what they're going to use it is the flashpoint to yeah clean slate, yeah clean the slate start over just like they did in the comic books the new 52 and they start a new journey but it's like okay you're doing this who are you going to put as your Batmans? Are you going to steal, still steal, stay with your Batman, your Superman, your Wonder Woman, your Aquaman? Yeah, because or are you going to let them be in their own universe and the Flashpoint creates the new universe that goes down a different d- direction? But if they're doing that, there's no point doing it because they're not cleaning up the mess that they've already made if they're still going to stick with certain people. They're still making an Aquaman movie. They're making a Shazam 2. They're making Black Adam those are currently being made and they have nothing to do with Flash. Because they were popular movies and they were good, they're still moving ahead with them. So there's no point doing the Flashpoint and resetting everything if that universe is still going in one direction. It's it's pointless. So It's, it's not I get, cohesive. I, yeah, I get why they're trying to do it because they need to clear this mess up. But you can't clear this mess up if you're still making a mess over here. So it's just... It's like cleaning up with kids in the house. It's pointless. You would know more about that than yes, I would. Yes, I don't bother during the day. <laughs> there's no point. I've had a racetrack out in my living room on the rug for three days because there's no point clearing it up because the next day it's going to be out again. So I've just left it. That's what DC is. It's a house full of kids. <laughs> uh, words of wisdom from the pop culture expert himself dc is a house full of kids i like it yes and marvel is just adults <laughs> yeah uh, yeah single and it's parents. weird because marvel movie marvel comics are more geared towards the younger generations like younger mm-hmm. youthful kids whereas dc is more towards adult because they're dealing with more adult oriented things like you have the dark knight you know um heroin addiction heroin they're yeah that's in the comics i know i know just like you have all these adult stories going on yet when they bring it to the movie it feels like a child is writing this whereas yeah marvel is doing adult stories but still garnered towards the kids making sure the kids enjoy but also adults enjoy it exactly yeah yeah they've, they've got the right formula and again it's all down to the fact that one person is in charge yeah, and that's yeah. It's anyway. Black Widow was a good movie. Yes, going <laughs> yeah. back, coming full circle to Black Widow. Um, <clears throat> look, uh, if this was released after Civil War, it would have gotten a bigger bump. It would have been major. It would have been yeah. better. They should have. But they they're learning their lessons now and trying to correct for future. Um, it's not a bad movie. It's not horrible. It doesn't hurt. It adds a bit to the story, but at the same time, doesn't. It's kind of like a sequel. That's yeah. Like, it's ah. it's it does add a lot to her character and her backstory, but at the same time, at that point, it's kind of pointless because again, no, spoiler, no. she's already dead. You know, we don't we don't need to fill in those blanks. Um, it's a good story, and it really it, like it. It's it it's humanizes the character so that when you go back to watch. It, it, the the because it, it it promotes you to go back and watch the story and then with this added knowledge of her character and how yeah. she how she kind of like re became good again or whatever 
Um, you watch these shows and you're like, oh, you watch the movies and you're like, oh my God, that makes some sense now. Like it kind of gives some if you're rewatching, but the chances of people rewatching like older movies. I, I feel yeah. like this this movie, especially with this storyline, if you take some certain bits out, it could have been set before Iron Man 2 where she was first introduced because you, you can sort of build her character up and it doesn't give enough away where it, it spoils a lot of the plot points for the rest of the movies because sometimes when she's interacting with other characters, she'll mention certain things and you think, I wonder what that was like. And they do kind of show you in this movie, but again, it, it doesn't ruin the aura of that character. It, it adds a little something, but again, the very big downside is the fact that we got this years. Yeah. It's far too late at, you know, it, it should have been released a year earlier if it wasn't for COVID and everything. But even that was still too late. Yeah, it had to be released before Endgame and... Uh, before Infinity War, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, Infinity At War least. and Endgame should have been after this movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, because right. it, sh it shows you why that character is so good and why when we get to Endgame where she has taken over the Avengers and she is in charge, it shows you why she is so strong to be able to do that because of all that she's gone through yeah. and it would have made that character a lot more interesting but yeah again it's a good movie it's a fun watch it's interesting there's a nice little plot twist kind of at the end um I'd, i kind I'd of called the, the the plot if it's what i think you're calling yeah um yeah i i kind of called it but at the same time i think they kind of made it a, the twist just for the sake of it they didn't really yeah. need to do that but it, it was good enough and it was interesting and it's definitely worth a watch. And like I say, the, the way these actors work together is just. Oh yeah. There, there's the, just that family moment where you have uh, Florence Pugh, you have David Rachel, Harbour, David Harbour, Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Thank you. Cause I'm never yes. able to pronounce your last name. And then Scarlett Johansson kind of at this dinner table, like kind of having a family argument, even though they're not technically a family, but they act yeah. like a family and it's just so fun. It's perfect. It really is. Yeah. You know, they, they, like I say, they're not a family. They was thrown together as a family on this, uh, kind of, uh, um, yeah, this, this sort of mission that they had at the very beginning of the film when the, when the girls were very young and to know that that still sort of carries on through later life and, you know, David Harbour and Rachel Weiss, even though they're, they're the adults, they still look at these girls as their children, even though they're not. And it's just a nice, yeah, family moment, the way they all come together. And, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And it does sort of help break the movie up, you know, because you've got fast-paced action and, you know, and drama and the, the typical kind of comedy you get from a Marvel movie. And it's just a nice little moment just to throw in there, just to, just to break it all up. I think it's a really good movie. I really do. It's a it, my biggest problem is the release date. That's the yes. biggest issue I have with. There's like minor critiques throughout, but yeah, like I mean, with it, any it's, movie, it's, I have that. Yeah, it's your cut and dry standard, uh, cut and paste yeah. Marvel movie. You know, it's 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 your very typical story. Um, but yeah, I when I say this is in the sort of top ten of Marvel movies, I say that looking at it as if it came out when it was after, where, where yeah when, when it, it should have done. If it came out after Civil War, this would be one of the best Marvel movies that they've made. It's it's not in the top 10, but at the same time, I think it is good enough to where it could have been, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's... it's yeah. 
it the the biggest problem is it suffered from its release date. It yeah. released too late. Um and I I think and also the controversies behind with Scarlet because of some yeah. of the her th- yeah, that, like that some did of the, not help. That yeah. did not help it. The movie is fine. I enjoyed the movie. The movie will be an enjoyable movie. I'm and I'm looking yeah. forward to it because my brother comes over once a month and we do uh we're doing a movie marathon now. We're doing the Marvel movies because he's not seen any of the Marvel movies. Mm. He's not a big comic book fan. So he's like make sure right. he watches this one after Civil War. So what we're doing is we were uh what's great about Disney is they have Disney uh they put it in chronological order how it's yeah. like the movie's supposed to come out. So okay. we started with Captain America, the first Avenger. And I warned him, I'm like, look, this is boring. No. It's for me and you, it's a great movie. But if I just sit back and look at it as a movie, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> it doesn't have it, it feels like a comic book movie. It doesn't have like it's a World War II movie, but it doesn't there's it's a lot more drama versus some of the other comic book movies. I find. Yeah, I think again because this movie was made when it was made, you yeah. kind of have to take a lot of it with a pinch of salt. Oh yeah, no, no. I told yeah. him like, look, it's not like all the other movies. Uh, any regular movie, there's it's it takes place in the Second World War, but it's it's more drama than action. You have yeah. moments of action, these great moments of action that I would love to see more of, but because I knew they were go- trying to get to a certain point, you're kind of like. Like there was, I would love to have seen more battles versus Hydra instead of just like these quick clips of them meeting yes. up. And it's yeah. kind of like, ugh, it lets down because they build up the first half so much and then they have to rush for the middle half. And then your end half isn't as great as it could be, yeah. but no, it still ha- it, it packed an emotional punch. It still got me right in the feelings at the end. Yeah, definitely. In my top 10 Marvel movies. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm next just time, say that for everyone. Yeah, every single one. I go, what yeah. are your top ten? They're all top ten movies. Yeah, what all thirty six of them? Yes, yes, top yes, ten. Top ten. Yes. They're all tied for number nine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the next one's going to be Captain Marvel, which I'm looking forward to watching again because I haven't rewatched it since it's uh been released. I have, and it it's better the second time. It, it's a much better watch the second time. Yeah, it this really is my is. first time watching it in chronological order. I've done it in release order. Um, yeah, I, I did it a few months back. Um, I think I got as far as one of the Guardians, I believe, and then I got distracted by something else. So, but yeah, it's it's fun going back and watching them in the yeah. in the order that they're supposed to be watched in. Yeah. All right, so we're going to round up here. What is, uh, how many widows are you giving this movie on 10? Uh, again i think it's a really good movie but the biggest flaw again is its release date i know we keep saying it but that point really has to be hammered home um i'm going to give it a seven out of ten um respectable yeah again it's a really good movie i i I, i've just got to keep saying it if it was released earlier it would have been so much better it really would what i'm going to do is uh, since i'm watching it in chronological order and my brother hasn't seen it I'm going to ask for his opinion after the movie, and then I'll get back to you. It's going to be a while, if I remember. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, six six years from now, um, I'm giving it seven uh, widows as well. It's it's a great movie. Doesn't hurt anything. It adds a bit, and it teases some more. 
Uh, but it just whets your appetite for what's coming up. Uh, it's a seven that should have been a nine. That's what I'll say. 8.5. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it up to yeah. an 8.5 if it was released yeah. properly, but mm-hmm. seven for sure. It's a solid seven. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul. He... Films. Talk film, the pop culture expert. There we go. Yeah. Just like the yin yang. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the Phil Better Show where we review movies every week. And we're coming up with a Patreon exclusive where we review retro Disney. We'll tell you more about it in the coming weeks. Uh, I thank you so much for listening. And I wish you all a great day. And remember to stay hydrated. I have to do some stuff. Hold on. <laughs>